making all the noise they can with a lot of nausea running through the place as well. Final play of the game, three seconds left. Aggies at the Alabama two. Four-point Bama lead, we're trying to keep it that way. King gets a snap, time, throws, it is incomplete, zeros on the clock, ball game, no flags, Alabama wins. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. What's going on, everybody? This is Heath and Steven. This is Tillman's Corner Sports Talk. You just heard a video by Chris Stewart calling the final play of the Alabama Texas A&M game. Steven, it was a close one. It was way closer than it should have been. Well, let's, we're going to start off things a little different. We're just going to jump right into it. Uh, man, you know, I picked a score higher, than, but I was – I thought they would – I was worried because the narrative for this game was the same – pretty much the same exact one for last year. Bad offense. Alabama was expected to blow them out. Mediocre to – below average quarterback playing and the only difference that I thought that Alabama wouldn't get caught off guard was because they would be ready for this game because they wanted revenge for last year now different from last year the defense showed up this game and if it wasn't for the defense uh they'd have lost the game obviously Bryce Young didn't play but I thought there were a lot of missed opportunities what I mean when we could talk about the defense but really what happened with everybody else except for the defense? I don't know, Stephen. This is starting to to become a common theme. I, I, hopefully, we don't have to play another team for Texas the rest of the year. Texas A&M, and it's happening against Texas. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. You know, uh, we scored 24 points. Alabama won 24-20. If you didn't watch, Texas A&M had the ball at the two yard line with a chance to win with three seconds left. Uh, threw a pass play, got broken up in the end zone. But you score 24 points, you have four turnovers, and two missed field goals. Yeah. By he's Will. Been, he's been money. He's been money. He went to bed. And all I can say is this team, you can't put your finger on it. They play with a lot of anxiety. I know Saban said Milroy played with a lot of anxiety. They just don't look. On offense, besides Gibbs, everybody looked lifeless the most fight they showed was uh was Burton punching a guy in the face on the sideline yeah <laughs> you know getting a 15 yard penalty but I'm just gonna start it listen I've seen a lot of people saying stuff about Jalen Monroe <sighs> so and we talked last week about what do you do Jalen Monroe is not Bryce Young no so, why call a game plan thinking he's Bryce Young? And we said, you know, you're going to have to take some deep shots and stuff. I was talking about like two, three, yeah, four. Two, three. That is all. And listen, when you watch the game in the heat of the moment, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you're speaking out of emotion like, man, this guy's trash. This guy, this, that. I know you did. I did too. I have watched this game three times. I've went back, and I didn't watch the defense. I watched the offense because I'm like, I got to see this. I have literally watched this game three times. Bill O'Brien, you should be ashamed of yourself. Nick yeah. Saban, you should be ashamed of yourself. You are the head coach. For trusting Bill O'Brien. You said that if Jalen Milrow was your quarterback, you were going to have to do things that best suited him. I don't know if running go routes and post routes – 
and him sitting back there for four seconds, and you can't see nothing but the back of the person's jersey because they're running downfield, not even looking for the ball. How does that help him? The man made he made Milro made some bad throws. He was nervous. He looked like a deer in headlights. He did not play great at all. But put the man, give him some help. Call things. Let me pull up the stat. So Bill O'Brien makes the statement about Milrow can't throw outside the numbers, right? So he made the statement, Milrow inside the numbers with less than 20 yards passing, or let's see, Jalen Milrow between the numbers on pass traveling less than 20 yards. He was 10 to 12, that's 83%. 107 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks. So he was 10 to 12, 107 yards, three touchdowns inside the numbers. Outside the numbers, he was two for six for four yards, and his pick was on his one deep ball he threw. Man, if he's throwing 10 to 12, three touchdowns, why don't you run mesh routes? Why don't you run cross routes? Why don't you try to get Gibbs the ball more than 21 times? Give the ball to me. I need to call, I need to call Bill O and get more specific because I told y'all, I said, Gibbs needs 20 to 25 touches a game, especially this game. He got him 24 touches, but maybe I should have specified more to Bill. I'll call him up later and say, look, dude, you didn't understand what I was saying. You think third down with the game on the line, you'd try to get the ball to Gibbs? I would think so. Or give it to McQuillan, who fumbled um, the ball. Yeah. Go ahead. So, he had 21 carries, three receptions. I'm glad he got 21 carries. He needs, and, and even if Bryce is there, but especially in this game where Gibbs is by far, like not even close your best offensive weapon if Bryce is out. Even if Bryce is in, there's a debate that Gibbs could be the best Offensive weapon. He, he was basically getting a first down every time he touched the ball. He needs to have, on top of carries, six, seven, maybe eight receptions a game. I just don't – there's not a – and here's the thing. A lot of people, like I said, in the heat of the moment, after the game, all this stuff, even today, oh, Milrose trash, he's garbage, he's this. I didn't think – Overall, he played horrible. Now, obviously, the if he he needs to secure the ball more in the pocket. But you take away the two fumbles where he just he made three bad plays. He just didn't have he didn't have both hands on the ball. Yeah, nobody's talking about it. If we recover one of those, because they scored a And scored twenty points, fourteen of them came off a of short fields where they got the ball on their side of the field. There wasn't an other than they ran. The same zone read over and over where the tight end is split out wide. He runs behind the line of scrimmage. The ball is snapped, and he continues to run to where Jalen can keep it, and he's the lead blocker. I'm pretty sure that's the only yeah, they ran like type of run, plays, yeah. run a read option play they ran for him. Um, I just didn't think – I didn't think, like you said, Bill O did enough to – you know, young quarterback starting a game – what, what do you think? You think a lot of quick throws, one read throws, two read throws, RPO to where if you are throwing it, this is the guy you're throwing it to if you don't hand it off to the running back. Wide receiver screens, halfback screens. Get the ball to Gibbs on a in the flat. Design plays to get the ball to Gibbs on a halfback flare screen. Something, a pitch it to him. There was no jet sweep. Like, I just didn't think – it seemed like every – so he threw 19 passes, but there was a lot more called passing plays. There were very few. There were very few plays where it was a one or two read. Most of them were like you said. I'm going to sit there and go through three go, or four reads. I'm begging you. If you're watching this game, you got time. Go back and watch it. 
I know for a fact one of the times he fumbled, there was not a receiver within 20 yards of the line of scrimmage. Yeah. They're all running go routes. And then Gibbs was blocking and then slips out. Now he's, that's he, – he, obviously being young, if that's Bryce, Bryce more than likely makes that because he knows, hey, Gibbs is my outlet. Yeah. Dude, if he got the ball to Gibbs, there, nobody was in sight. Yeah, was in sight. Um, but that's a young player. Again, I don't – it's not Bill O'Brien's fault he fumbled. It's not Bill O'Brien's fault he threw the interception. Now, if you if you watch the interception play, there's a there's – a, uh, on YouTube, there's a replay where it shows the whole field. There was a guy open. There was a guy open. But also, I wouldn't say Burton was a horrible read. He just threw it wrong. Because if you watch the motion – He put too much air under it. No, I don't think he put enough. Because if you watch the, re- you're right, you're right. If you didn't, if you watch the read when he goes to throw it, Burton is about even with the guy that intercepted it. But the guy that intercepted it is having to flip all the way around. So if he puts air on it, continues to lead him upfield and toward the sideline, he throws it over that guy's head. And I don't know if he completes it, but I don't think it necessarily was a bad read. He just tried to gun it in there, and the guy had. You know, all he had to do was just turn around and the ball was instead of putting air on it. But I just didn't think Bill did enough to help him. Um, I mean, they ran it a whole lot. In the passing game, I don't think he did enough to help him. You would think they were playing the run all night long. I mean, stacking the box, blitzing almost every down unless it was a passing situation. So I just don't understand why you can't – if there's that many guys in the box – it should be pretty easy for to design plays to get a guy open in a pa- passing situation. And this is the thing. Obviously, A&M's got a good defense. We knew that going into the game. Our receivers aren't as good as they've been in the past. Clearly. But but, but you are not going to convince me that every single team we've played this year, their cornerbacks and defensive backs are just are just so much better than our receivers that they they can stick right with them. I, I, most of it is scheme yeah. and play calling. Obviously, Jamison Williams got open last year. He has world class speed. He has a four, he runs a four two forty, so it doesn't matter who's guarding him. He's pretty much going to outrun everybody. But uh, most of it's scheme. I don't think Bill helped out Milrow at all this game. The, I got so much stuff wrote down. Dude, one of the plays they tried to go deep early in the game was a double move to Trayshawn Holden. Your slowest receiver. The slowest receiver. You're going to try to run a double move with him. Uh, you mentioned, you know, four turnovers, two missed field goals. You're lucky to win the game. One of the dumbest play calls that just showed to me Bill was just horrible. It was, I think, third quarter, fourth quarter. It's third and 14. Alabama has the ball third and 14 from a 17-yard line. If if Bright, the field is shrunk because you're on your own 17 – he almost throws the interception in the end zone. It, it bounced off the defender's yeah, chest or face mask. Yeah. Even if Bryce Young is in there, that's going to be a hard to convert. Third and 14 from the 17, so you don't have a lot of field to, to play with. Why would And they have Milrow. Man, let me drop back on third and 14 from 17, go through three or four reads and try to make a pass. Well, just halfback draw, do an easy play, get a few yards, attempt to – now, Riker did – Miss it after he threw the interception. But still, why would you not just – your defense is playing great. Do an easy play. He, I just don't – he's not – I don't think he's a good offensive coordinator. I don't think either. He made – and Milrow, you know, looking on the surface, if you just watch it and whatever, 
he did make some plays. Third and eight, ten yard touchdown to the two. Third and seven, twenty nine yeah, yard touchdown to the two was was a missile. If you look at it when they showed the behind view, I mean he he it was a tight window. It was a tight window. Twenty nine yard touchdown to Brooks. Third and two, fifteen yard pass to Brooks with uh, roughing the passer. So he made plays. Uh, the second half, I think he played a lot better. Yeah, he took care of the ball. Listen, the first drive of the game, they had a touchdown. The second drive, I mean, the first drive of the second half, they had a touchdown. Second drive of the second half, they were driving. They were going to score a touchdown. McQuillan fumbles, and then they go miss field goal, miss field goal, and then punt. But Stephen, the man's getting a lot of disrespect. I want to. I got eleven names wrote down. These guys have started a game in the NFL this year. I want you to say if you've heard of these guys or if you haven't. Have you heard of Joe Burrow? Absolutely. Justin Fields. Yes. Jalen Hurts. Yep. Kyler Murray. Yep. Baker Mayfield. Yep. Russell Wilson. Yep. Joe Flacco. Yep. <laughs> Jimmy G. Yep. Jacoby Brissett. Yep. Josh Allen. Yep. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah guy, absolutely. He's won four MVPs. What? All these guys have something in common, and let me tell you what it is. All of them got, besides Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers, they had to go to JUCO before they got, you know, D1 school picked them up. All those guys got beat out for the starting job in college. And besides Baker Mayfield, who Patrick Mahomes beat him out, and Jalen Hurts, too, would beat him out, all those other guys, the the quarterbacks that beat them out, they're terrible. They didn't make it to the NFL. So what that tells me is more quarterbacks are ruined by trash coaches and trash offensive coordinators who don't see what they got in front of them and don't know how to use it. Let me give you another one. You know who we're playing this week? Hendon Hooker? Yeah. He, he got yeah. beat out twice at Virginia Tech. Twice before he transferred to Tennessee. He now, lost his starting job twice. Now he might win the Heisman this now year. Now he might win the Heisman. And guess where Virginia, Virginia Tech's coach is at? He's at home because he got fired because he's trash. Yeah. You heard of Will Levis, who's projected to get first-round pick? Yeah, he came from Penn State. Penn State. Penn State's quarterback beat him out. Nobody likes Penn State's quarterback. He's not going to be an NFL quarterback. No. Will Levis is a first-round pick. I say that to say more kids are ruined by not coaches not putting them in a position to succeed. I think if Jalen Milrow, another year, next year, comes back better, he's been compared to Jalen Hurts. A lot of people say he can't throw – Jalen Hurst, let me read some stats. His freshman year, Jalen Hurst threw for 2,700 yards, 23 touchdowns, nine picks. He threw for 185 yards a game. He had Lane Kiffin as a, his offensive coordinator. The next year, he threw for 2,000 yards, 17 touchdowns, and one pick. He only threw for 139 yards a game. Steven, do you think Jalen Monroe can throw for 139 yards a game next year? Absolutely. Now, again, maybe not with Bill O'Brien as his offensive well, coordinator. I hope he's gone. I just – Again, all the blame hitting on Bill. You got to protect the ball. And to be fair, some of the plays where he's sitting there holding it and he takes off running, there might have been somebody open and he just didn't pull the trigger on it. We don't know that, but but even this whole season with Bryce, he's been he's there have been plays that he just sits there and sits there way well, too Bryce, often. Bryce didn't throw um, up. didn't complete a fifteen yard pass down the field until the fifth like game third, of the year. Four, yeah, fifth, fourth, fifth game. Um, it's just, yeah, and and I need to call up Saban and ask him like, what is y'all's policy or philosophy or rule on getting a free play? Because there were multiple times the A and M jumped off sides, snapped the ball, and it's like right over the center, and he doesn't snap the ball. I'm like, dude, 
you literally, it's a free play. Even if you throw a pick or fumble, or even if you have offensive holding, it's going to be offset. Like, it's a, it's a free play. Unless you have multiple penalties on your team in the same play, there's nothing that can, I mean, just snap the ball, you get a free play. Uh, they got a lot to clean up. Defense looked great. Um, I was, you know, I thought they was going to fall to get apart that last drive. But overall, defense looked great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they looked okay. I mean, Texas A&M, not a good offense. They're a horrible offense. They did good at uh, um, Corral and A-Chain. Is that his name? A-Chain? Yeah, H- yeah, A-Chain, I think. Yeah, they did a good job doing that. But there's a lot to improve. And let's just do the – the personal fouls, the you know, this team's undisciplined. Yeah, they got not. Burton, who Burton trying to make look, a name. He for was himself. pushed. He got pushed first, but you gotta know they get the second guy. Yeah, and then uh, the I third guy Lathan. in that situation. Yeah, because the third he, guy. that guy hit him twice out of bounds, and then came back to get him on the third hit. But yeah, but you gotta be disciplined. It, uh, you, the, dude, I love the cheetah pack. Is that what they call it, the cheetah yeah, package with yeah. Braswell, Will Anderson, Dallas Turner? It's almost unblockable. I mean, if if they don't, if the quarterback doesn't throw it within two to three seconds, somebody's hitting him. Yeah. Let me ask you one thing. Who do you think has a better defense, Texas A&M or Texas? I'd say A&M. I I think anybody would say A&M. Is it? Do you find it funny that with Bryce Young as quarterback, we scored twenty points against Texas with no turnovers? We scored 24 points with Milrose quarterback with yeah. four turnovers and two missed field goals. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They wasn't stopping us. We stopped ourselves. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, hey, Other than the – Give the guy a break. I think he could be our starting quarterback next yeah, year. Yeah, I don't think he's as bad as people was making him out to be. Again – He um, looked really overwhelmed. And I think that – He did look with overwhelmed. practice and when you – if you know you're the man, listen – this Texas A&M game was talked about, especially what happened between Jimbo and Saban. This was pretty much the biggest game of, of the of the season. Alabama fans wanted to win. Texas A&M fans wanted to win. Throwing a young kid into that environment is tough. And again, got to give the man some. Making him sit there and go through three, four, five reads. He just did, I don't think he didn't give him enough easy reads. He didn't help him out enough. Yeah, I, absolutely. Well, let's go. Let's get back to our normal show. Let's do our local shout-out. South Alabama this week, they got their homecoming. They're uh, they're playing Monroe, so best Look, of luck, South. Looking to go 5-1. and 5-1. Oh, let's mention UCLA, huge win over Utah. Yeah, we'll get to that. My playoff yeah. team, we'll get to that a little later. South could have potentially – Should have. Should have beat a team that is looking to get into the top ten. Yeah, absolutely. So, hopefully they can – uh, pull it together. We're going to move on to another segment. Did I do that? Uh, we, do, we went back and forth on who to do, and we actually have another one later in the show, a little curveball there. But um, Oklahoma. I think both you and I said Oklahoma was going to have a down year this year. So they had the Red River rivalry where it's huge rivalry, Texas and Oklahoma. I think it was at Oklahoma, wasn't it? No, I mean, that, it's, oh, it's a Dallas. neutral, neutral yeah, site. Dallas that's right. Um, the Red River rivalry, and I thought Texas was going to win. Quinn Ewers came back. They <laughs> obliterated them 49 to nothing. And then even last week, TCU beat them 55. TCU beat them 55 24. 24. Now, 
their quarterback got hurt. They're due to their backup. But to not even be able to squeak out one point, 40, did, 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 did Texas keep their starters in from start to finish? or no, uh, no, you know, They didn't. It was just pitiful. I'm and if honest. you look at their – I mean, they could lose another – what, have they lost two games already? Three games? They've lost three games, I think. Yeah, three games. Yeah, they're three and three. They've yeah. lost their last three. They got beat. Kansas State – excuse me. Beat by Kansas State, beat by TCU. Texas. Oklahoma passing was nine of 17 for 39 yards and two picks. I threw on there with 39 yards yeah. in the whole game. <laughs> the whole game. Man. Let's look at their team stats. They got a whopping 195 yards of total offense, Oklahoma did, in the 49-0 to beatdown from Texas. It's pretty embarrassing. Uh, they got Kansas coming up this week. They're a nine-point favorite against Kansas. Kansas was undefeated before this Kansas past was week. Undefeated, yeah. Um, so. I mean, they could they could lose another two or three games. Definitely, and again, it's a rebuild, rebuilding year. But and they had a ton of players leave and go to USC and other programs. Um, so you know, we'll see. Definitely, but forty nine to nothing, can't even squeak out a point. Come on. Come on, Oklahoma. So we're going to move on. A uh, quick topic real quick. Talk about, and Heath, you'll be more knowledgeable about this. I don't really watch it that much. Um, MLB playoffs is has started. Um, obviously, you know, we're in Mobile, so the closest team to us are the Braves. A lot of people around here are huge Braves fans. I know, uh, obviously, people around here are hoping they win. Who do you who do you have as – who do you think is favored to win? Who do you have winning at all? Uh I'm going to be a homer. The Braves lost today. They're down 1-0 in the NLDS. But I do got the Braves winning. I think they got a strong rotation with uh, Max Free, Charlie Morton, uh, Kyle Wright, and Spencer Strider. They got a really good lineup with Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna, uh, Ozzy Albies, rookie Michael Harris, Matt Olson. They're super loaded. So give me the Braves. And I got a sleeper team coming out of the American League. Uh, whoever wins the series between the Mariners and the Astros, I think it could be the Mariners. So I got the Mariners versus the Braves, and give me the Braves going back to back, back to back. We'd love to see it. Everybody back back around time. here would love to see it. We're gonna take a quick break, come back, and talk some college football. All right, we're back. We're gonna talk some college football, specifically our picks from last week. We already talked about Texas at Oklahoma, uh, so we'll hit that real fast. I picked, I think both of us had Texas winning. We thought it would be a little bit closer. Didn't think it would be as big of a blowout. Uh, moving on, Heath's playoff team, he said, put it in the bank last week. Utah at UCLA. UCLA pulled it out. So Utah's playoffs hopes. Utah had high hopes for you. <laughs> That's what I get. For trusting Utah, the Utah Utes. Quarterback Cam rising. What they is wet the bed. What is a Ute? I don't know. I'll have to look that up. If anybody knows what a Ute is. Wet the bed. Messages. Moving on. Pitiful. It, yeah, it was pitiful. TCU at Kansas. Unfortunately, Kansas's quarterback, who was getting a lot of hype, I think even some Heisman hype, he got hurt in the first quarter, wasn't it? I think it was 
pretty early. First half or something. First half. It was early in the game. Backup had to come in. Uh, They couldn't pull it out. They lost. It was a pretty close game, 38-31. TCU won it. I had TCU win. Um, What about you? Yeah, I had had Tennessee – or not Tennessee, TCU winning as well. It was pretty close. Our next game, we don't have to spend a lot of time on. Well, yeah, let me talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about a little bit. Auburn at Georgia. Georgia won 42-10. I had Georgia winning – 38-13. 38-13. I was actually a lot closer than I thought. I I had Georgia winning 45-10, to 10, so I yeah, missed it by close. three points. I should have bet on that game. Auburn's offense is just pitiful. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I look at Brian Harson and Bill O'Brien, I mean, they should be twins. I mean, they could – I mean, They should honestly. go start a team somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. They and, and we'll get to it here in talking about the Ole Miss game, but um, they, they – there's talks, you know, he fired Monday as of next Monday morning because they'll be going into a bye week. Um, fire him coming out of the – before they even get to the bye week. Or, I made a $100 bet with a guy. He said Brian Harson was getting fired this past weekend and they were hiring Deion Sanders, so he didn't get fired. Well, so I mean, uh-huh. Somebody better cash in. Yeah, pay up. Deion Sanders, really? I mean, there has been a lot of talk, but I don't think he's going to leave. He wouldn't leave. Hand to this guy. I was listening to the radio today. You may have heard it too. The name being thrown around for Auburn is Matt Rule, who just got fired by the Panthers. Really? Yep. And then I heard – I mean, it wouldn't be as bad as a hire as Brian Harson. I don't think. He did decent in college where he was, but he – you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't – I mean, this game was pitiful. Georgia – Listen, it, Georgia I mean, still it was well. I, I was about to say close for a while. What it was close cl- for a I mean, while. It was it was zero zero. After it was one. it was closer than it was closer for longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought Georgia would just jump out to like fourteen twenty one nothing in the first quarter. It was zero zero after the uh, first quarter, but yeah, I mean, it was going to be extremely extremely hard. Not just for Georgia's or Auburn's defense to stop Georgia, but for the offense to to keep up. Yeah, Auburn's got a really tough stretch coming up. Don't see a lot of wins in their future. But the last game we picked was Tennessee at LSU. This was a three-and-a-half point spread. We both said it was really weird. Yeah. Tennessee won big 40-13. to 13. I had Tennessee winning. I also had Tennessee winning. Um, Tennessee looks good. Tennessee looks very and we'll get to them coming scary up. Scary good. They're yeah, scary, very scary. Um, Hendon Hooker looks good. Their offense, I mean, the offense looked good last year. Um, I think their defense still is bad. I don't, I don't think. I mean, I hadn't looked at the stats, but just watching them, I don't think they're as bad as they were last year. Still not very good. Um, but overall, as a team, you know, they're up to what are they six now? Yes, yeah, six. Um, and I, while we're done, let's go ahead and look ahead. Let's hit some of the. Uh, other games, and we'll get to the SEC games. Penn State at Michigan. I thought, you know, still got a long season ahead. Um, I thought Penn State wasn't going to be very good this year, but they're ranked 10 right now, top 10 team. Number 10, Penn State at number 5, Michigan, who I also thought was a little overrated. Um, Michigan is a 7-point favorite at home. Who do you have in that one? I got Michigan in this game. Uh, they're at home. I think they were looking ahead last week when they played Indiana. Kind of a sloppy game. Their running backs coach actually had a seizure on the sideline. Pretty scary. 
Yeah. But I got Michigan 24-21. to 21. I just think – I don't trust Penn State's quarterback. Uh, Sean Clifford, that's his name. I don't really trust him. I like Michigan. They're at home. Really good running game. I think they run the ball and lean on their defense. Yeah, I have Michigan as well, but I'm actually going to have it a little bit higher scoring. I'm going to go Michigan 31-27. Uh, Penn State has, you know, their quarterback's all right, but the, the running game's really good. Both teams like to run the ball, so I don't know if it'll get up in the 40s or whatever because I think it'll keep, keep that clock running. But I do have Michigan winning 31-27. Next game, number eight, Oklahoma State, who I believe is undefeated at – also undefeated, number 13, TCU. TCU is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, uh, this game is extremely hard to pick. You just really don't know a lot about Oklahoma State. They're undefeated, but they played, you know, not a lot of good teams. They did beat Baylor, Stevens' playoff pick. That's three-and-two. I just got to throw that in there because of my Utah Utes. But I got TCU winning this game. I think winning last week was big on the road. They have – Steven, I don't know if you watched in that uh, TCU-Kansas game. They, Tried to a little bit, They yeah. got one of the best receivers in the country. He's really high on, I think, Todd McShay's draft board. He had, like – he put up a Smitty line. He had, like, 14 catches for – and two touchdowns and, like, 200 and some yards last week. He's really good. Give me TCU in a really high-scoring game. I got 41-38. So, looking at the points per game – for both teams and points allowed per game. It's almost identical. The points per game is identical. Both teams average 46.4 points per game. Oklahoma State gives up 24.8, and TCU gives up 23.8 points per game. Um, yeah, both very high-powered offenses. Um, I think it's another high-scoring game. I'm going to give TCU the edge. At home, I do believe Oklahoma State's quarterback got a little banged up in the last game. Spencer Sanders? I think – no, no, no. I'm, maybe I'm thinking about someone else. NC State. You're thinking about NC State. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I still think TCU pulls it out. I'm going to go high-scoring game. I'm going 42-38 TCU. So, our next game we got number 15 ranked NC State versus – they're at number 18 Syracuse. Syracuse is undefeated – and they got a three-and-a-half point. They're favored by three-and-a-half points. I would go NC State, but like Steven said, I'm hearing that their starting quarterback's a little banged up. If he plays, I got NC State. But if he don't play, just knowing how – man, this game is so tough. Because Syracuse has won a lot of games they should have lost. Uh I don't know. If the starter plays, give me NC State. I guess if he don't play, give me Syracuse. Uh, NC State's got a really good defense. Uh, let me go 20, 27 to 24, Syracuse. Yeah, uh, I'm right there with you. It depends on – it's hard to know. It's You know, it's Tuesday, so, um, so a lot can happen before Saturday when they play. But I'm making my prediction based off uh, the quarterback not playing – so I'm going Syracuse 31 to 21. Moving on to number seven, USC at falling down to number 20, Utah. We're coming back. Believe it or not, I'm going based off the ESPN app here. Utah is a three and a half point favorite. Yeah, they are. Because Utah's a very good team, Steven. Everybody disrespects me. They disrespect Utah. 
But what they, but listen, if you're listening to this podcast, listen to what I'm telling y'all. I do my research. USC, they have one weakness, and that's run defense. Utah do. does one thing good, and that's run the football. So, I got in an upset. Give me Utah. It's at Utah. That'll help Utah. Here's the key. If USC jumps out early, they're going to win. But if Utah can get ahead early, they're going to win. So whoever jumps out early is going to win, if that makes sense. So give me Utah. I'm going to go whew, uh, go 34 to 27 Utah. Shocks the world. Gets back in the playoff hunt. They're not back in the playoff hunt. <laughs> they win. Um, you know what's funny? Everybody, if Alabama fans just – Especially Shane Lee, who transferred from Alabama to Let's go. USC. I watched. I haven't watched any USC games the whole year. A week or two ago, who are they playing? I can't remember who they were playing, but I literally Oregon State, Washington State. It might have been Washington. Anyway, whoever they was playing, I watched like two or three minutes. Only like two or three. Minutes. It was a late game. The game started at like nine o'clock. Yeah. Um. So I watched two or three minutes, and in those two or three minutes, I saw Shane Lee got burned for a touchdown. <laughs> In coverage, I'm like, yep, that's the guy I remember. Um, anyway, uh, so I'm gonna go, yeah, like you said, Utah, or excuse me, USC's pass or, or run defense is horrible. I think Utah takes advantage of that, obviously, and shortens the game. So I don't know, I was high on USC, but their defense has been atrocious. I'm gonna go Utah in a low scoring game because they're gonna run the clock. I say low scoring. I still think it's in the 20s, but, but I, I'm going to go 21-24 Utah. Let's go. And USC has had really one scare. They haven't really looked phenomenal here. They've had yeah. one scare, and it was when they couldn't. They didn't jump out on the team. They got down. They only beat Oregon State, not a very good Oregon State team. They beat them like 17-14. to 14. Oregon State ran the ball, controlled the clock. And I expect Utah to do the same. I'm sorry I sound so bad, man. My allergies are jacked up, and Bill O'Brien's got me so mad over here. Our next game, we're going to hop into the SEC. This is a good one. Number 16, Mississippi State at Kentucky. Mississippi State at number 22 ranked Kentucky. Mississippi State, a seven-point favorite. Steven? Yeah, um, Mississippi State has looked, other than the, you know, too many going forward on fourth downs against LSU and giving them short fields, they look really good. Um, Will Rogers – has looked really good. They've actually run the ball a lot this year. Well, I say a lot, a lot, whole lot more than a typical Mike Leach um, offense. I mean, they're averaging. Let me look here. So Mississippi State is averaging a wow. That's surprising. A hundred and six point seven yards rushing per game. Kentucky, who's usually a running team, only is averaging ninety two point five. Um. I haven't heard. I know Will Levis was out this past week versus South Carolina. Um, so, I don't know if he's still going to be out. Again, it's Tuesday. A lot could happen. I'm going to go – I'm going to say he's he was in a walking boot um, walking into the game against South – so, I think – I'm going to say he's not going to play. So, I'm going to say Mississippi – even if he does play, Mississippi State might win. But if he doesn't, I'm going to say for sure Mississippi State will win this game. Let me see. Mississippi State. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 34-24 
Mississippi State and Will Levis will not play. Either way, if Will Levis plays, if he don't play, I like Mississippi State. Mike Leach, honestly, they're having a really good year. You said it about Will Rogers. That loss to LSU, you know, it happens. I think it was on the road. I like Mississippi State. They demolished Arkansas last week. So, I know you were a huge fan of Kentucky. I guess you're just off that bandwagon. I wasn't a huge down fan. I just, flames, I just Arkansas, thought. Down in flames, Kentucky. No, I was uh, – still hot. Arkansas I, out without their quarterback. You know what we should do? We should go back and look at our preseason SEC rankings. Because do you remember what I told you? I said Tennessee and Ole Miss was going to be up there. Oh, I had Tennessee high. I thought Arkansas was going to be higher. But I didn't I, I didn't know um, – this past week, I picked – we were in a pick them with a group of guys. We both picked Arkansas over – No, yeah, that's the thing. I picked Mississippi State last week. Let me look at my paper. Arkansas over Mississippi State. But I thought – I picked Mississippi State last week. But in the pick them, you picked I, Arkansas. I, 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 I didn't know uh, K.J. Jefferson wasn't going to play to my to, – you know, so I don't sound like I'm stupid. I didn't know he was gonna, wasn't going to play. Moving on real quick. Auburn at number nine, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a 14-and-a-half point favorite. I think that's kind of low. Really low. What do you think it's going to be? I think that's a low spread because of what they did last week to Vandy. I think Ole Miss comes out, you know, mad, and they come out angry. Lane Kiffin's a phenomenal coach. I really, really, really like Lane Kiffin, his offensive mind. He's actually creative. Yes. I got Ole Miss. Uh, Auburn struggles to really score over 20 points, so I got Ole Miss winning this game 38-17. to uh, uh, 17. Pretty close. I'm pretty close right there with you. Um, yeah, I just – I don't know. Um, it all comes I, down to Ole Miss's quarterback, Jackson Dort. Yeah, he's kind of – he's up and down a yeah. whole lot. Um, I still think – but they, they're running the ball very well. Auburn just they they have a lot. I have Ole Miss winning thirty eight to twenty one, and from what I hear and a lot of people are talking about is that after this, especially if they lose and get blown out, that come Monday Brian Harson could be gone, if not Saturday or Sunday. Um, so we'll see. Uh, LSU neither team ranked, but it's a good SEC matchup. LSU at Florida. Florida is a two-and-a-half point favorite. Florida started the year off looking decent against Utah. Then have kind of eh, fallen apart since then. Yeah, this game is – this is a tough one to pick. Excuse me. Give me LSU on the road, but I like LSU. Vandy – I mean, not Vandy. Florida really struggled with Missouri last week. You know – Give me LSU. Uh, I'm going to go kind of lower scoring, so I'm going to 24-21 LSU. I'm going to go Florida at home. I think the – well, I need to see. What time is this game? It's a night – so it's a 6 p.m. game, so the fans will be there all day getting pumped. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Florida's going to win at home. Uh, I think they – their defense, who we thought we thought going to be a weakness this year, has actually been the strength of their team – um, and offense has been the weakness of LSU's team. I think 
Anthony Richardson hasn't been great, but I think he makes enough plays with his legs to put him over the top. But I, like, I think it's a very low scoring game. What did you say? I don't want to say the same score. I said 24-21. I go 21-17 <laughs> Florida, and I think they pull it out. The biggest – one of the biggest games of the week, definitely the biggest in the SEC, number three, Alabama at number six, Tennessee. Alabama is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Man, this game is tough. Also, not knowing if Bryce is going to play or not. Not knowing if Bryce is going to play. <clears throat> Let me just say he's going to play. I'm going to go that he's going to play. I don't think he's going to be 100%. He's going to play. I like Tennessee. They're good. Their offense is good. What they do well is they get after the quarterback – I think they're really going to pressure Bryce if he plays. If I don't have faith in Bill O'Brien. We struggle a little bit on the road. I don't know. This game's tough. But I'm going to go Tennessee, even if Bryce plays. I like Tennessee. I said at the beginning Ooh. of the year, we were either going to lose Tennessee or Ole Miss. So, I'm picking Tennessee. I think... I think they're gonna they're gonna our defense is good, but what Tennessee does on offense is gonna hurt our defense because what they just do is a numbers game. They line their two receivers up on each side way out and they count the box. You got six guys in the box, they're probably throwing. You got five guys in the box, they're gonna run. So I don't think the pass rush is gonna be that big of a deal because they get the ball out so quick. Yeah. And the D line, because they're so spread out, the D line just can't get upfield Will Anderson Dallas Hearn. So because they got to play the run first, because there's really not gonna be that that many people in the box that they can't just shoot out of their lane. Because if they shoot out of the lane and go upfield, you can go underneath them. I like Hendon Hooker. I think he can make a Heisman statement. Saturday, I got Tennessee. I'm going out of limb here. Give me Tennessee 31 to 27. So pretty low scoring game for both offenses. Um yeah, yeah. I I think a turnover could be the difference. Yeah, uh yeah, and Tennessee played Alabama very close last year and it was at Alabama and this Tennessee team is way better. <laughs> this is I've gone back and forth all day long because Tennessee has a great offense, one of the best in the country, but also their defense is like 87th overall. It's like over 100th in pass defense. Um, they give up over 300 yards, three over 300 passing yards per game. Now, you could say a lot of that has to do with Tennessee jumping out early on teams and getting a big lead, and so they just have to, you know, pass, 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 pass to try to get back in the game. I do think Alabama's defense is good enough to get enough stops. But yeah, I don't I don't trust Bill. I don't I don't think Bryce will be a hundred percent. Obviously he'll still be the best quarterback we have if he's not a hundred percent. Um but I think like you said, they split they spread him out. Alabama's corners are gonna be on an island all day long. And they're gonna yeah. and you know, Tennessee's receivers are big, they're fast. I wonder is Tennessee's best receiver back, Tillman Cedric 50, 50, Tillman? 50, 50 shot. He plays. Okay. But still, very good receivers. Oh, I hate doing this, but I'm right there. I think on the road, Alabama has not looked good on the road. Well, 
Arkansas, but you know, this is a different animal, I think. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Tennessee on the road. I think Alabama slips up. Um now maybe you say they were looking ahead to Tennessee versus AM. I don't know why you would with all the offseason stuff and wanting to get revenge for last year. Is this the week we see Tyler Harrell come and revolutionize Bill O'Brien's offense? I don't know. He was at, apparently he was healthy against A and M because he was listed on the A and M depth chart or get the A and M game depth chart as number two behind Burton. So he was. I mean, I saw him on the sidelines. There was a few timeouts. He huddled up. He was in pads and a helmet. So I don't know. I'm gonna go very close game. A little bit higher scoring. I think Tennessee's offense just gets on a roll, and I think it's one of those games where even though defense has played great all year. We can't find a way to get enough stops. Uh, I'm going to go 38-35 Tennessee. Yeah, so that's a high-scoring game. And mine, I mean, mine's kind of high-scoring, 31-27. Excuse me. The thing about it is Bama goes on these lulls offensively. And when you're playing a team like Tennessee. You can't do that. You cannot do it. I mean, we've honestly just played three. We're six and zero, but we've played three decent teams. The other the, teams were trash on the road at Texas with Bryce playing the whole game. Twenty one points, by, one by one point. Tennessee's a better team than Texas. We're going these crazy lows. Even Arkansas, we pulled away from them, but we gave up twenty three points on answer to win on these crazy lows. I know Bryce got hurt. You can say that. A and M, we going over these long lows. It happened last year with Bryce. Say what you want. We were better offensively last year with Bryce, and it happened last year. If you can't pull, you can't go three straight possessions and punt, go two three and outs, and then get a first down and then punt. You cannot do it. You got to stay on the field. Help your defense out. I just don't see it. Tennessee goes so quick, and they take so many deep shots. They're gonna connect. I mean, A&M connected on like three or four deep shots. The secondary, you know, play smart. You can't have any penalties. You can't. And that's the thing. Special teams have honestly killed us. We've got a we've got a punt blocked, a bad snap on the punt. They gave Arkansas the ball. Will Riker missed two field goals last week. I'm pretty sure we've had a kickoff return against us this year. No, they, we got an onside kick. Yeah. Somebody got an onside kick Arkansas. on us this year. Arkansas. So, you know, it'll, it'll be inter- play clean. Yeah, it'll play be clean. interesting because you could say, well, Tennessee hadn't seen an offense like Alabama's or a defense like Alabama's, but then you also say Alabama hadn't seen an offense like like Tennessee's. Now, I think the closest you could get would be Arkansas's offense, but Arkansas more so likes to to run it, it a lot, it, yeah. um, whereas Tennessee is a air it out type of team. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top. Like you said, can the pass rushers have an effect? They get the ball out so so fast, um, but sometimes that can benefit the defense because if you know you get they're getting the ball out fast, you can kind of sit on the short routes. Um, so it just it's, it'd be a good game. It should be a good game. I think Alabama just had too many close calls this year at home yeah. and away. Um, like you said, their mental 
toughness at times just is lacking. Yeah. Um, so I think I think I think everything kind of catches up to him this game. And I'll say this. Please, you we've got to run the ball. No matter who the quarterback is, run the football. But do it we in were, a creative way. Yeah, do it in a creative way. Listen, the plays where we're like running these sweeps where Gibbs is running, and then as soon as he sees a hole, boom, cutting. Gibbs is phenomenal at that. Run the ball. What Tennessee does good is they pressure the QB, they blitz. And mark what I my words, early in the game, there's probably going to be a rough in the passer. They're going to try to take Bryce out of the game. Yeah. I mean, they're just going to. It's it's part of football. They know his shoulder's hurt. They're going to try to tackle him and somebody land on that shoulder. It's going to happen. you got to protect him. Do more mat, um, max protects and stuff. Just protect Bryce. Run the ball. Give Gibbs 30 carries. I want to see Gibbs in the slot at receiver more. Because, obviously, I mean, he's obviously better than all of our receivers. Um, especially, dude, if you have – if you have Gibbs in the slot and have a linebacker matched up on him, I'm going to him every single time. Um, just come on, Bill. You got to get more creative. You know, it'll be it'll be a good game. We'll see. We're gonna take a quick break. Come back on the other side of the break. Talk some NFL and talk one of the most ridiculous and pathetic NFL games that we've seen in a long time. Welcome back. We're going to do our NFL segment. And I told you earlier, we have, we're have we doing a little curveball here. Did I do that? We have another, did I do that? And anybody, so Heath, let me ask you this. If I told you, hey, I watched a football game, the total amount of points was 21 points. And I asked you, what, what level was that? Peewee football, park ball, was that, you know, middle school, high school, college, NFL, and the game went to overtime, and the total between the two teams were 21 points. Well, what level would you think that was? I'd probably say that's peewee football right there. <laughs> the Broncos and Colts. I think it was a Thursday night game, wasn't it? Yeah, Thursday night football. Prime time Prime game. Time. The Broncos and Colts, who have, other than the Raiders, have been two of the biggest disappointments so far this season in the NFL. It That was one of the hardest games. And people can say, oh, there's great defense. No. No, it was If atrocious. you watch the game, it wasn't great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, both teams have good defenses. But it was mostly very bad offenses because both offenses have not been good all year. Twelve, The, the Colts won in overtime. There was not a touchdown scored the entire game, and even in overtime, twelve to nine was your final score. Steven, it was absolutely atrocious football. It was bad offense, terrible. I mean, you were high on these teams. Colts traded for Matt Ryan. Broncos traded for you know Russell Wilson. And if anybody that listening knows what QBR is, it's basically zero to a hundred. It's what they they kind of grade the QBs. And there's a lot of Bama fans that listen to this show, and a lot of them watched the Alabama game last week. Just put this in context: Jalen Milrow had a sixty-two point one QBR. 
Saturday against Texas A&M. They factor in passing, fumbles, all that stuff. Passing, fumbles, running, and all that. Matt Ryan had a QBR of 20. Matt Ryan had a QBR of 20. Jalen Miller had 62. Matt Ryan had 20. But wait, he had the highest QBR in the game because Russell Wilson had a 16 QBR. Both quarterbacks threw zero touchdowns and four interceptions. It was atrocious, atrocious football. Yeah. Um, anybody listening, if you're in my fantasy league that I have Russell Wilson, I'm looking to trade. <laughs> <laughs> I might take Carson Wentz for him. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I thought I thought that was such a good pick, too. I thought, oh, my gosh, he's going to put up so many big numbers. He's got all these weapons. He's got a better defense to get him the ball back. No. He has not. Now, I will say this. He, he, he's a professional. He's got to make plays. He's got to do better. I put most of the blame on Nathaniel Hackett, yeah, he's the head coach. Him. He's Bill O'Brien you, Jr. You take a guy that has been one of the top quarterbacks, above average at the least, oh. but I think one of the top quarterbacks in the league for a long time, and you make him one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, that's not the quarterback. Now, obviously, I've watched his, some of his games. He makes some very bad decisions at times. But overall, that's not just a quarterback. To go from one of the tops over many, many years to one of the worst in the first season under you, under your play calling, he's horrible. Uh, he's bad. He uh, might not make it out of the season. Yeah, he's bad. A lot of people you know, are mad at Russell. There's like, dude, you're playing terrible. And he has the nerve after the game Thursday night to come up there and do his – after his press conference, he's walking away. He says his legendary line, Broncos country, let's ride. Let's ride. Walking yeah, out. You're, you're, you threw two picks and no interceptions. You're an yeah. NFL quarterback, didn't score a touchdown, and you're going to say, Broncos country, let's ride. I saw yeah, you're a, riding right to I the bench. I saw a video of they said, Broncos country, let's ride, and it was a train going off the cliff. And it's like, yeah, when Russell Wilson's driving, I'm like, dude, <laughs> get some nerve about you, bro. And then he's going to have a surgery to clean up some shoulder issues that he's having, but he's not going to miss time. Give me a break. Yeah, it was it, – it hurt. I mean, I, wa- I watched longer than I needed to. I was almost like I wanted to stop watching, but I couldn't because I was like, surely it can't keep going this bad. It was so bad. Was Both bad. teams were so, so, so bad. Them and then the Raiders are a huge disappointment. Devontae Adams, I'd like to have been that camera dude. I'd be retiring. <laughs> Did you see? Like, you know, obviously, there's memes that they do the dude. It, like, yeah, it's like it's, it shows. It says me if I'm the camera guy that Devontae Adams pushed, and it has him in like a hospital bed with a neck brace and his foot and legs and cast. <laughs> it's funny you said that. He filed a police report. Yeah, I saw that. I he, think he's going to sue him. He filed a police report and cited injuries. That dude didn't get hurt, but hey, he saw his chance to make some money, and he's going for it. More power to him. But we're going to run through the games this coming up week. Uh, I'm, there's really no big news. I mean, it's crazy that Tua was out with a concussion, and then Teddy Bridgewater, the backup, he's also got hurt. First with the, drive. First drive. He's out with a concussion. The third string came in. Haven't heard anything on Tua. He still hasn't been cleared to, to play. Uh, so we'll see. We'll, let's, let's run through these games. Thursday night football, we got another winner. The Commanders versus Justin Fields. Oh, my gosh. 
two, still another two of the worst teams in the NFL. Is it at the Commanders? At the it's at the Bears. There's not even a spread. It just says even. <laughs> yeah, evenly bad. That might be zero to zero. Um, I mean, this is just a hard, they're both horrible. I'll go. I'll go Commanders. I guess I don't know. What do they both have? Only one win. The Commanders are one and four. The Bears are two and three. Oh, yeah. Going? I guess I'm going to go the Commanders too. I mean, Justin Fields is atrocious. I say it's exciting to see Brian Robinson. Yeah, yeah, back Robinson playing. Back he got shot. shot twice. Shot twice yeah. three four weeks ago, or right before the season started. So good to see him back. But yeah, I'll go Commanders. Commanders. Let's go to Sunday. Patriots picked up an impressive win against the Lions. I was really wrong about that. Patriots at the Browns. I'll, I'll go Browns on this. I well, I mean, eh. yeah, I'll go Browns. I think the Browns' defense is good enough to, especially if it's zappy. Um, I'll go Browns on that. Yeah, I'll go Browns as well. It all depends if Mac Jones is playing. Vikings at the Dolphins. Steven said it's Tyree Kill could miss some time with a yeah. foot injury. Uh, Skylar Thompson, I think he's going to be the quarterback. I got Jalen Waddle on my fantasy team. Lord help me. Vikings at I, Dolphins. Yeah, I'll go Vikings just because there's so much uncertainty at quarterback and your best offensive weapon might not play, probably won't play. Yeah, I got Vikings as well. 49ers at the Falcons. Falcons should have beat the Bucks. That bogus, bogus. passing uh, – roughing the passer call on old man Brady. Um, 49ers at Bu- – Falcons. Falcons have been playing. I mean, I'll go. I'll go Falcons at home. I'll do Falcons. I'll, I think they get the upset. It's a little bit of an upset, but I think. Yes. Yeah, I think upset. maybe they're maybe they'll take that anger from not beating the Bucks into the Falcons. I think they're going to take that anger and get whooped again to be more <laughs> angry. I got the 49ers. Really great defense. Uh, Jimmy G starting to get into the groove. Debo Samuel. Give me the 49ers. Uh, next we got the Jets at the Packers who laid an egg. Both teams three and two. Jets whooped the Dolphins. Yes. And Packers lost. Who did they lose to? The Giants. The Giants. Giants are looking decent. Four and one. Pretty good. Um, but I think Packers get back on track. I go Packers. I go Packers too. Uh, let's go next. The Jags versus Colts. Jags have straight fallen off the cliff. Yeah, they were looking Trevor good, Lawrence, man. Come on. Um, but I'll go. I'll go Jaguars. Colts have looked so bad, and I'll go Jags on this. Uh, give me the Colts. If John Taylor's back. I like the Colts. Uh, Ravens at the Giants. Good game. Very good game. Um, I'm gonna ride the Giants train. I'm gonna ride the train. I think they keep it going, and at home. Saquon Barkley, luckily, has stayed healthy this year. Yeah. Has been their best offensive weapon, a big reason they're 4-1. So, I'm going to go Giants. I'm going to go Ravens. Because uh, you can look at Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones. That's really all I need to know. Uh, Ravens, I really love what they do around Lamar Jackson, the offense they run. Buccaneers at the 1-4 Steelers. Yeah, Bucks. Win that game. Uh, Kenny Pickett got the first, his first start this past week, wasn't it? Or did yeah. he come into the game? No, he got a start. Who did they play? The Bills got absolutely oh, wow. destroyed. Yeah. That was, yeah. Saw that coming. But, yeah, I'll, I'll go Bucks. Panthers, who just got their coach fired. Just fired their coach. Matt Rule. I did see on ESPN somebody said something about 
them potentially hiring Bill O'Brien and drafting Bryce Young first oh, overall. Gosh. I'm like, please don't do that to Bryce. Just don't. No. I think, you know, I think Bryce should get more credit for having to put up with Bill O'Brien than he For making gets. him look good. Yeah, for making him look good. It's ridiculous. Who you got? Who'd you say they were playing? Rams. Oh, Rams. Yeah. I think the Panthers have a better chance because Baker Mayfield ain't playing, but give me the Rams. Cardinals at the Seahawks. Geno Smith. Geno Smith hadn't had a bad year. Top five fantasy quarterback yeah. right now. I need to sign him. Replace him. With, I'm trying to pick him up. Replace him for Russell. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this, I'll go Seahawks on, on this game. Yeah, I got the Seahawks as well. Kyler Murray just making a bonehead. He slides, thinks he's got – so, clock is running, 30-something seconds. Kyler Murray runs, slides short. Well, he slides, but in the NFL, it's where you start your slide. They mark him down, third and one. He thinks he's got the first down, runs up there, spikes the clock, makes it fourth, <laughs> makes it fourth and one with, like, 20-something yeah, seconds to go. you got to kick the field goal. And then now they has kicked the field goal, they missed the field goal. Did I do that? Yeah, did I do that, <laughs> David Murphy? That's for you. And then probably one of the – the next two are probably the two biggest games of the year so far. The Bills at the Chiefs. That will be a very good game. Yeah. Both teams have looked very good. Raiders had a 17-point lead on the Chiefs. Let them come back and win. Um, Man, this could go either way. I'm going to go hmm, – I'll go Bills. I think, I think Bills pull this one out. Yeah, I learned my mistake picking against the Bills. I got the Bills. They throw the ball. What they do good, the Chiefs do bad. They throw the ball over the top. I got the Bills. I love Josh Allen. Next game, Cowboys at the only undefeated team, the Eagles, on Sunday Night Football. Cooper Rush has been undefeated as a starter. I think that streak ends. I'm going Eagles win this game. Yeah, I'm with you. Eagles win this game. The Cowboys potentially have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Michael Parsons is phenomenal. They get after the quarterback. I'm really excited to watch Jalen Hurts play, see what he's got. I'm curious. You know, does has he taken that stride? Has he taken a leap? Get A.J. Brown, man. Putting weapons around a guy can just take quarterbacks and make them look great. Yeah. I mean, you you know, you give them A.J. Brown, you give them Smitty, you give them Miles Sanders, really good. Tight end, Dallas Goddard, one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, then offensive-minded coach, just makes him look great. So, give me the Eagles. Broncos, Monday Night Football, Broncos at the Chargers. Um, Chargers have been a little bit of a letdown to people, I think, but I still, the Broncos have been so bad. I'm going to go Chargers. I'm torn on this one. I want to pick the Broncos. I'm going to pick the Chargers. The Chargers have probably one of the dumbest co- – I'm not going to say dumb. One of the not smartest coaches in the NFL. Let me just break it down for everybody, and we're almost done. They are winning 30 – they're winning by two points with less than a minute go minute to go in the, in the game. It's only two-minute one, and I know. Fourth and one from their own 40, and they're winning. Instead of punting the ball, they go for it on fourth and one – don't get it. Give the Browns the ball with a chance to win. Uh, Kate York, LSU's kicker, misses the field goal with a chance to win. Just yeah. stupid. Like, it's, it's this his new, own players are tweeting, like, what are we doing? You know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's this new string of coaches of, oh, I'm going to, you know, 
have some big kahunas and, and go for it. On, I'm the man. For, I'm going to show my smart I am. Analytics, so to go for it. Pull their calculator yeah. out on the sideline and whip yeah. up some analytics. Yeah. Hey, get them. Hey, you can on. use your calculator to determine how much your buyout is so, yeah, that somebody. they're going to be giving you. <laughs> Shannon Sharp said, analytics is going to get a lot of coaches fired. And it is. Yeah. I mean, because analytics don't factor in everything that you're there you're paid to do the job don't just say oh analytics says go for it let's go for it no you gotta you know weigh the pros and the cons of the game but that's about it for the show uh i hope you enjoyed this episode we got a great week of football alabama tennessee the biggest game of the year so far don't watch it hey do watch it yep make sure to let us know what you think give us your predictions uh till next week hey yeah see ya see ya